0: This is the This Is Gonna Hurt Podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. Hello everyone and welcome to the This Is Gonna Hurt Podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. And if you're wondering why the J, the answer is I am not a bagpipe player. And you can find the answer to that joke if it makes no sense to you in episode zero. Uh, friends, what we're doing here is we're doing another one of our live Podcast. We had such a good reaction to those last time, and it was uh, such a popular episode, we thought we'd do it again. Uh, A live episode means that I'm out and about, and I'm recording this podcast, and there's folks here that are seeing me, might even interact with me, and hopefully what this is going to grow into is that I can do a live podcast and actually pull people up and ask some questions and talk about it. But for right now, what's happening is I'm out in the wild of Fredericksburg, Virginia, which means I'm working at one of my many coffee shops, and we are recording this, and it's going to be available today. uh, Soon after I record it. Uh, But first of all, excuse me, first of all, friends, I want to say again. Thank you to everyone who is listening, thank you to everyone who is liking and sharing and reviewing and subscribing to the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast. It is growing immensely, I'm excited to see what's happening and so again thank you everyone. Uh, it's off to just a great start, we're only a few months old and I think there's just great things coming up in store. So what I want to do is I want to go ahead and jump into our topic today. Uh, we always try to talk about faith, fitness, family or finances in the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast, and this week I want to talk about family. Some of you may know that I am the father of three daughters. And a lot of folks like to make that joke every time, excuse me, like to make a joke about it. Every time someone says, well, do you have kids? And I go, yes, I have three daughters. They'll go, oh, you have a lot of estrogen in the house. Or when they find out that most of them are teenagers, they want to make a joke about how horrible it is. And while I will say that raising teenage girls, is a challenge, and while I will say, living in a house full of females offers a different perspective and challenge. I love it. I have no complaints. As someone say, don't you want to go get a dog or try again or those kind of things? I am wonderfully content uh, with my home, with my wife, and my three daughters. It's fantastic, and so. But now that as I've got a daughter who is uh, a junior in high school. And uh, we've got daughters that are uh, 11th, 9th, and 7th grade. I can say that I'm at the point now where I've learned a few lessons. I'm not going to say that I've got it right, and I'm not going to say I've got it figured out. In fact, the, what I want to do is I want to share with you lessons I've learned from parenting daughters. And what I want to share with you is a few things that I think might be helpful. I don't think they're going to work for everyone uh, but maybe what they can do is help you avoid some of the mistakes I've made and maybe what they can do is help you as you're on your journey um, uh, with daughters or maybe you can be sympathetic to people who have daughters. But either way, uh, let's jump in. Uh, Raising daughters have taught me a few things. First of all, and I think this one is key, it's probably true for anyone who has children. But what I have learned over the years is I need to make sure that when I'm frustrated or that we're in a disagreement or perhaps even an argument with them, I have to make sure that I keep my anger under control. Yes, there have been times that I have sinned and raised my voice and have been angry, but my prayer and my discipline and my actions right now is to try not to do that. That may be true for every child and parent, but I tell you why I think it's important when you're raising daughters. I don't want them to think that every time an argument happens, they can expect anger. Let me say that again. I don't want them to think that every time an argument happens, they can expect anger. Because if they do, what that may cause for them is that when they date or when they get married and they get into a committed relationship, I don't want them to think, oh, my spouse's anger is normal. I don't want them to think, oh, my, my spouse's rage is expected. And even more so, I never want them to think, oh, their anger is my fault. Every person is responsible for their own anger, and responsible for their own emotions, and responsible for their own reactions. And so if if I can, in a manner of discipline, and peace, and commitment, and the help of God, if I can protect myself, and protect my daughters from being ang- from experiencing my anger when I get upset, it's going to let them know, oh, there's a different way that disagreements can happen. An argument can happen, but it doesn't have to be angry. There's ways things that can be resolved without shouting. I don't want my daughters to ever think that that's normal. And I don't want them to think that that's expected. I want them to see a pattern from their father, the only male in the household, that it's possible to disagree and not have to experience anger and never a threat of violence. I just think if that's something we could teach our daughters, I think if that's something that we as fathers could demonstrate and emulate, it would hopefully enable our daughters to find themselves into relationships in adulthood that wouldn't put them in a place where things like spousal abuse or verbal and emotional abuse would happen. I want my children to think, no, no, I don't want that. My dad didn't do that, so why should I have to put up with it? I think that's a biggie, and and I'm going to do my best, and I know that I'm not perfect in that, but I ask for God's help in that. Secondly, when my daughters have big ideas and big dreams, I want to try to put things in place so that they might be able to work towards achieving them. For example, uh, my when your excuse me when a, a daughter says, "Hey, I would love to be this one day," you know, I think I would be really good. You know, you're out at a restaurant, for example, and they say, "You know what? I think I'd be really good waitress." You know what I'm going to say to them? I was like, "You know what? You would be a really good waitress. You've got a great personality. You got a great t- attention to detail. But you know what else you would be really good at? You'd be good at owning a restaurant. You'd be a fantastic restaurant owner." If that's something you want to do, let's think about it. Maybe we could meet someone who owns a restaurant, or we can meet someone who has been a waitress, and we could learn about some of the things that are good or some of the things that are bad. I don't want to limit their expectations. I don't want them to just stop there. I want them to let them know they can go further and dream bigger dreams, and I want them to put things in place. I don't want them to be limited by the scope of their imagination if you're at a restaurant it might look like being a waitress is fun and it might be but I want them to think you know what you can be anything beyond that you want to be if you want to be a waitress and that, that's a good way to enter into the workforce but you've got more skills than that you can build on that you can have an honorable job as a waitress getting started but you could also build and perhaps own one day and the third thing I think I've learned it's related to the first but it's a little bit different I want to help my daughters manage conflict with their friends because conflict is going to happen and the way that I can help with that is that I can patiently walk through the circumstances as much as they allow me to I give you an example one of my daughters uh, they've all gone through it but they've all gone through bullying situations but one of my daughters went through a bullying situation from someone that she thought was a friend And I don't want to just say to them, forget them. Never talk to them again. No. First of all, as a Christian, I'm always going to encourage them to pray for their friends. I'm always going to encourage them to pray. Even if they're hurt, I want them to pray. Even if that person becomes an enemy, I want them to be able to pray. But I want to talk to them about, hey, how do you manage conflict with a friend? How do you manage conflict with someone who's bugging you? So, of course, we do things like, have you told your teacher? Have you told your principal? But what do they do personally? I remember walking through this with one of my daughters in a conflict situation. And uh, we got her some resources about just how you handle these things emotionally and walk through them. And I remember her reading them. And I remember her putting together a plan that we talked to her about. That on this one certain day, she was going to talk to her friend about, hey, why are you being so mean to me? Why are you being angry with me? What happened?" And you know what? She doesn't have any control over how that circumstance is going to go. She doesn't know what the reaction of her friend's going to be. She doesn't know whether they're going to be angry and even be worse off. And then you make choices based on that. But what she's going to do in her part is let her friend know, Hey, uh, you're my friend. That hurts when you talk to me that way. Why are you talking to me that way? And I was so proud of her. We prayed about it. We prayed about it many, many nights. And she read a book about it. This young, sweet girl reading a book about how to handle conflict. And then she did. She confronted her friend. And that year, with that friend, you know what? Her friend said she was sorry. She shared, her friend, that there was something going on at home. And she was taking it out on her. And at least for that year, that friendship was restored. But more importantly, my daughter learned to communicate through conflict and anger with a friend. Friends, there are so many circumstances that we can share. And out of every one I've shared with you, I haven't always done it right. I have gotten more angry. I haven't always been patient to explain conflict. I haven't always fueled my, my children's imaginations and dreams, but I want to. I want to do better at that. And my children see my efforts. They see my my wife's efforts. And they know that at times we don't get it right. But they know our heart is for them and our desire to love and care for them. So what, they, what happens when, when we, just, we do things imperfectly? Our children see our efforts of grace, and they see our hearts, and they learn to forgive us when we don't get it right. And I guess that's a lesson in and of itself, that patiently explain to your children, especially your daughters, hey, I don't always get it right, but I love you, and I want to get it right for you. And I will always be here to support you and encourage you. I'm not going to disparage you. I'm not going to call you names. I'm not going to say things like, you are this or you are that. Unless I'm saying, you are lovely. You are talented. You are godly. You are beautiful. Those kind of things I'll say. But I don't want to say things like, uh, you are awful. You are bad. I don't want to do that. I want to encourage my daughters with real and true things. Not saying things that are ridiculous or fluffed up or anything like that. Real and true things to build them up. So friends, uh, encourage me on my path. If you see me, say, hey, Gordon, thanks for sharing that. Uh, How can I encourage you in your leadership of your daughters and your care of your daughters? Because I need it, and so does my wife. And I want to do the same for you. Pray for me and pray for you. Respond to this when I post it. Say, hey, Gordon, I'm praying for you. Will you pray for me? And I promise you, if you do that, I will. I enjoy the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast because it gives me a chance to interact with lots of you. And it gives me a platform to think through things that I don't often get to talk about. So thank you, friends. And if you are enjoying this podcast, Please uh, like it, share it, subscribe to it, give a review. Let someone know that you're enjoying it. If you listen to this, perhaps maybe when you're going for a walk or working out or something, just screenshot it and put it on your Instagram stories or let friends know on Facebook because we want to do as much help and good here as possible on our homepage for the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast you'll find links to the 10 different platforms that we have for the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast and every week we're adding more and more and so there's a couple other platforms we're going after as soon as they are available we'll let you know as always if you want to learn more about what's going on with me you can find me at the uh, jgordonduncan.com at uh, excuse me jgordonduncan.com and you can find my books and my websites and my video and audio and all those kind of things like that and we do have a new way in which you can support the podcast. If you go to the homepage, if you go to the link uh, where we, we host this, and that, and I'll include this in the notes, that webpage is anchor.fm forward slash. This is going to hurt. Uh, I'll put that in the homepage. If you scroll down, you're going to see a button that says support this podcast. If you click that button, it's going to give you three opportunities to be a patron. You can support it 99 cents a month, 4.99 99 a month and 9.99 per month. If you become a patron of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast, I'm going to send you, send you exclusive content. I'm going to send you books. I'm going to send you unreleased content. We're going to find a way to say thank you. But if you support the podcast, it enables us to hopefully get some new equipment and it hopefully will enable us to do some new things like advertising and get more and more people to become part of the tribe. Again, guys, uh, this is Gordon. I appreciate everything. Appreciate you listening and I look forward to interacting with you soon. Thank you so much.